depression is a motherfucker. You have options. Should you or a loved one need any mental health support, please check out National Alliance of Mental Illness, otherwise known as NAMI, at nami.org. Or call their 24-hour hotline at 1-800-950-NAMI. That's 1-800-950-NAMI. This is Doug Porter of the Ectopod and Nowhere California Podcasts. You are not alone. Do you like what's going on? Then vote. If you don't like what's going on, then fucking vote. Get out, get informed, and vote. Great place to start is nerdsvote.com. You are now entering Nowhere, California. If you love what you hear, you can find us on your favorite podcast search engines and subscribe. And also, if you don't mind, leave us a like or a review. And if hearing us is not enough, you can always get your Nowhere California fix by going to NowhereCalifornia.com. And you can send your thoughts, ideas, or some random bullshit to our email, which is Nowhere underscore California at Yahoo.com. Don't forget, we are Nowhere California. Ideas from everywhere, voices from nowhere since 2011. This is Doug. And this is Josh, and welcome to Nowhere, California. We're still quarantined. Yeah, this this quarantine episode it wasn't so much a quarantine about COVID, much as it was more of a quarantine about myself. <laughs> uh, just a little brief for one one on what's happening. Um, I've adju- I'm adjusting some new medications, and some medications are being taken out. So I'm having very major withdrawals it was not safe for me to operate a motor vehicle. Yeah. So, hence we're doing this. Well, we could have said I had bad gas, too, and you just didn't want to be around me. That would not work if everybody's listened before. We, you are known as the guy who does not fart. That is very true. We'd be lying to them like the Republicans. And that's a whole other story on its own. <laughs> so, we'll, we'll, we'll just uh, tiptoe by that. And this is the first episode since uh, my solo venture into recording. Yes. Yeah. How did yeah. that? How that feel? Fucking weird. I bet. I bet. I <laughs> but mean, I cool. was able to power through forty-two minutes. <laughs> hey, if you're gonna do it, do it strong, right? Yeah. I'm See, not gonna that's... tell you how many times I had stopped and paused and kind of shut the anxiety off and started again. And <laughs> I have to give you kudos because I could not pull that off as we have found over these past two months of me trying very desperately to make a show us your junk video. And I've determined I can't do that stuff by myself. We'll get it figured out. No worries there. But uh, since this is your first time back since that whole thing, how does it feel starting our 10th year? You know, I always knew it was coming because we've been talking about the 10th year since like the third year. (laughs) And And then like, I really knew very i would say around year seven that we were gonna hit 10 years no matter what just watching the tenacity that you had to keep everything going keep everything flowing trying to work around everybody else's schedules you know even going as so far as to coming into la to me to record stuff you know i just i knew i knew we were gonna get there did i know that we were gonna get there so strong that was hard to see. I didn't know if we were going to be limping across that finish line or if we were still going to be running, but it, I mean, we're, we're going into this, we're going into 10 years strong, in my opinion, strongest than we've, I think, I think these last two years have been the strongest we have been as a show. 
I definitely agree. I think uh, this is possibly the best calculated year that we could actually do some pretty impressive stuff, let yeah. alone have some money to play with possibly. That's in a yeah. future episode and whatnot, but. It's really weird coming coming into this year and this year of recording, having lost all of the superfluous things that come with us recording, like the conventions and, and all of those things. We haven't been able to do those, and we kind of relied on those, but having not been able to do those this year, I don't feel like we've lost any traction oh, God, by not yeah. being able to go to those things. Yeah, and also, too, it's gave me an opportunity to – get all those backlog interviews actually up and running. Yes, yeah. The, the, I need to the, get that restarted again. The digital skeletons in your closet. Oh, God. The non-pornographic ones. Right? Yeah. So, Because okay. we want to talk about digital skeletons, but that's another story on its own. That's a whole other story. But, so, um, go yeah. ahead. You're, I, w I have flipped this all around in my head of the best way that I can think to talk about this, but I think it's going to be better if you just explain it. Okay. And then like I come in and talk with you about it. Cause I'm really kind of confused. Oh, you know where it's just the, we're going to talk about the nostalgia world hitting the TV waves, so the streaming TV shows and everything. The bunch of old school TV shows that are coming back in reboot form, such as like the most recent, success story has been uh, Fuller House that just wrapped its series after I think four seasons. Okay. And uh, yeah, Becky going to prison. And <laughs> yeah. uh, with the most recent announcements of like Punky Brewster's returning, um, Saved by the Bell is coming back. And most recently uh, there's going to be a Freshman's uh, Bel Air reboot, but it's going to be kind of different. We'll discuss that towards, towards See, the end of the show. Where this is where I fall through is because I, I don't know which of those are real and which is not, but I also don't, everything I've ever seen come up to say like, Oh, it's coming back as a reboot. I never oh, no. had any interest to know if it was real or not. So I never clicked any articles to determine if it was like just some like, ha ha got you joke. Oh no, they're yeah. all real. Um, Punky Brewster and say by the bell were two of the first ones announced for the Peacock streaming network. Oh, which okay. I grew up watching Punky Brewster because of my sister and everything and also too, it was an awesome show. Yeah. And uh, okay. yeah. And Slay Move Brian is hot as fuck. <laughs> so. See, which is I, fine because you're, you're, you're the age you are now. Yeah, exactly. And then um, of course, Save by the Bell was a huge thing for NBC. And at first I will admit, like when they said they're going to do a Save by the Bell reboot, I was really mixed on like, really, what are they doing here? They tried to do that with Say by the Bell, the new class, that Saturday morning thing that only had Belding and Screech throughout the tenure of the show. But then when they did the series finale, everybody kind of came back to save Bayside because, yeah, they closed down a school. But got to get the guest star somehow. God, we won't even do that in the real world. Talk about fake Hollywood shit. We won't even shut down a school in the real world during all this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll wait until the shit really hits the fan. Then we'll close down the schools. Get some think, dead bodies there. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just put them sheets over them. Students can just step over. I was about to make a gun comment, but I'm not going to go there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we'll just say the world's fucked. We'll move on. Yeah, it's 2020. That's all you got to say. But Yeah, it's about as fucked as Dustin Diamond is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, you watch Saved by the Bell, right? Of course I watch Saved by the Bell. Okay. What, what's, like, one of the most... Uh, 
iconic things you remember about Say by the Bell. It might make you excited. Are we talking storyline-wise or character-wise? Storyline-wise, remember, I want you to be excited about this. I mean, the biggest story I remember coming out of that, <laughs> besides the whole, like, kind of racial undertone episode they had with the Nazis, the Blue Wave group. You remember that episode? No, I do not. From Say by the Bell? Yeah, they 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 started like a not not Nazis. They weren't didn't say Nazis, but this teacher, they were talking about World War II and the Nazis, and the kids were like, you know, how did people just fall in line to this? And so the teacher, as an experiment to show them happened, formed a group, and they, their symbol was like a wave. Yeah, and like kids started fighting each other for people who weren't waves and all this kind of stuff to prove a point, like. You guys are just as susceptible as anybody else is. So, is this the junior high years? No, this this was AC Slater, you know, years. I'll look, you know what? I'll look it up and we'll I'll post it up on Facebook. Oh yeah, I, I may have to do a dive on the peacock. But um you, you totally went like a different direction than I was trying to lead you to. Okay. Yeah, with the whole excited thing. You remember the caffeine pill episode, right? Oh, who doesn't remember the caffeine pill episode? In the most recent trailer for Saved by the Bell, it's Zach's kid because it, Zach's supposedly the governor of California now. And that Zach's makes sense. son is going to Bayside now. Makes and he's sense. talking to a girl and starts showing her caffeine pills. Like offering her caffeine pills. Out of nowhere, Jesse runs up, smacks him out of his hand and goes, don't you ever take those. At first, you're going to be so excited. You'll be even more excited, and then you'll be so scared. <laughs> and you'll ruin and you'll ruin your all-female dance group. Yeah. Like, <laughs> as soon as I saw that trailer, I was like, okay, you have me. <laughs> See, what's really funny about the whole caffeine pill thing is, like, yeah, back when, like, Saved by the Bell was out, they weren't really a thing. But you realize you could buy caffeine pills from the register of a 99-cent store now. Oh, yeah. Oh, they, the freaking five-hour energy shots. Yeah, I mean, look at Monster Energy Drinks. But from what I learned, like, initially that script, it was yeah. supposed to be speed. They wanted to do straight-up speed. I'm sure. Yeah, but the network was like, this is fucking Saturday morning, guys. Well, Growing Pains did the DUI episode, and some motherfucker got killed. Oh, yeah, no. The, well, that's like primetime family stuff, which I think we have a very special episode we need to do later. Yeah. Yeah, it's a deep dive on everything. <laughs> You know, it's, it's even it's the bike really, shop. What? Even the bike shop. You know, I, <laughs> it's really interesting when we go back and do these kind of episodes or we do throwback episodes funny or whatever. It's really kind of very interesting to look at how things have changed from the way stories were told back then, the way stories are told now, what topics were taboo then that aren't now, or what topics now are taboo, weren't taboo then. You know, like, you know, it's very, like, it's really weird how the formula changes. Oh, yeah. In just a short couple years. Oh, a lot of the stuff, like, the even, like, the speed pills on Saved by the Bell, or the caffeine pills, yeah, they would not even touch that in prime time now because it's such a taboo subject. Pill popping, oh no, we can't discuss oh. that with our families. Yeah, you know the prime time, you know prime time dramas with families and stuff used to be the way for for these people to help teach a lesson to the youth of America. Oh yeah, and 
you know, now, you know, we, they're, they're like, nah, the parents have to do it. Well, have you realized that the, the kids who are having the kids' parents now are assholes? Like, you know, we, we need to help the children. Exactly. That's the reason we need I'll, to bring back these shows. <laughs> I'll, tell, I'll tell you what, man. If, 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 if Zach Morris ever told, tried to teach me a lesson, I would have followed it back then. Oh, yeah. I, I loved Zach Morris. Oh, well, there was blind. such thing as Saturday morning love, shows. Right. Oh, yeah. Look at, look at The More You Know and G.I. Joe and yeah. all that shit. Yeah. Okay, so, let's, so, so let's explain. Or do you want me to explain what we're going to do? Well, with, no. Um, well, we talked about everything, but we didn't really touch upon Fresh Prince because this is the interesting uh, amalgamation that led me into what's going to be basically the finale for probably what's going to be a short episode of what it's feeling like already. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you and I, when we talk, when it's you and me, you and I really kind of tend to keep things a little tight. Yeah. Um, recently, there was news that the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air was going to get a reboot, but it was going to be a little different. On the heels of a viral video from creator Morgan Cooper, he created a trailer for Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, but made it a lot darker and, oh. and made it more seedier. Like he, like Will, uh, Will witnesses a crime and has to go to Bel-Air to duck the bullies and everything like that. And so now it's in development with uh, Will Smith, Quincy Jones, Benny Mendia, and Morgan Cooper, which is kind of cool that they're bringing the dude from YouTube in on the deal. Yeah. Yeah, and it's going to, they're shopping it to HBO Max, Peacock, and Netflix, among others. You know what? I can honestly see that probably ending up on HBO. Well, if, if NBC's smart enough and they actually want to have Peacock be something, they should scoop it up and be like, do whatever you guys need to do. We'll give you whatever money. Yeah, see, I agree with that. The reason I think HBO would take it is to try to get Will Smith hooked into a deal. Yeah, but that's like, going to be – that's kind of a key thing, though. I, I'm not sure – they could get Will Smith, but the whole fact of the matter is NBC is the network that had Fresh Prince initially. True. Yeah. But also there's Warner Media and all that crap and everything. But it's just right now, like, out of all the streaming, uh, like, Peacock's kind of the joke, to be brutally honest. Yeah, well, but you know what? I'll actually I'll give you one better. I'll give you one that's even more of a joke. Yeah, Quibi. Oh yeah, no that that is that's the weird kid that lives under the stairs. Well, did you hear that they only made thirty percent of the projected signups for the year? Their whole setup and their whole platform was based on the fact that people are out and about and only have a short amount of time to watch things. Yeah. No, they, as soon as the world went to shit. They're like, fuck. Yeah, we lost our window. Because their whole thing was watching it on your phone, watching it on your tablet. You're out and about. You need 10 minutes of humor or drama or something. But nope, right. <laughs> your ass is at home. Right. We're fucked. Yeah. <laughs> but so, it's, okay. it's seeming like they're uh, plateauing and everything. They're, they're not doing good, but they're, at least they're not like sinking like a freaking stone. <laughs> not hemorrhaging money. Yeah. Yeah. Which is good for them. But, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, that, that, is, that is very good, you know. Yeah. But back to what we were uh, discussing, what we were discussing off mic or off computer or whatever we want to say, uh, however we want to. Off the record. Off the record, yeah. So listen up, fuckers. 
Like on the recent episode me and Nick did about theme restaurants and pop-ups, we ended the episode with our ideas of theme restaurants or theme pop-up restaurants, which we had some pretty cool ones. He did uh, Jackrabbit Slims from uh, Pulp Fiction. Well, don't um, give too much away because – oh, wait. I'm sorry, I edited that out. You're, you're putting that episode up before this episode. It's already up. The theme restaurant? Oh, that's right. It is. Yeah, it's oh. been up for like a week. <laughs> my dude, I'm sorry. I'm, you know, my medication thing. I'm sorry. Yeah, no worries. No worries. I, I'm All just telling right, you so you know, so you it, it'll coerce you to listen. Well, I'm going to be driving next week, so yeah. Um, he also did a restaurant from uh, Kingdom Come, the DC comic. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I did basically a Nick Tunes restaurant. If you wanted to keep it family friendly. Cocker Burger, or okay. if we wanted to go a little PG, then the Chokey Chicken for Mako. Nice. Yeah. So, in that long explanation and everything, we're going to go to kind of a nowhere tradition, and we're going to, since they're going to do Fresh Prince of Bel-Air as a drama, I decided that we were going to reboot some shows. We're going to reboot a drama into a comedy, a comedy okay. into a drama, and then we give our wild card ones. Wild card, is, it has to be a TV show, but also to just whatever we decide we want to reboot it as. Okay. So how do, how do you want to go? Let's do comedy and a drama first. Okay. You want to go first? So you're going to laugh at what, one, uh, what my comedy one is because this is a comedy that you love a lot. You watch this show through and through probably once or twice a year. Okay. It's M.A.S.H., Nice. I want to turn MASH and reboot it. And it's in modern day. So I want it to take place in like, you know, the Afghanistan, the Afghan area wars. And desert it's war. Like, yeah. Desert, yeah. The desert war. And it's like ER, you know, patients coming in, soldiers going out, soldiers coming in, you know, and, and deal. And, and but we still, we still keep that character development that they had in in the mash you know style you know we still learn a lot about that but i want i want the story not so much so much focus on the people on the table like er did yeah more on like what the psych like the psychosis effects of being medics in a war zone yeah is like Going with the traditional uh, format from the actual dramatic movie that MASH was based on. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah that's so, an awesome one. Yeah, so I was like, I'm going to ruin Josh's comedy. <laughs> oh, yeah, no worries there. MASH is definitely a good choice. Um, I guess for mine, it's another one of my favorites, and it's one I had an idea for, and I wouldn't mind if Peacock heard me and actually rolled with it. Uh, Night Court. <laughs> Hey, good yeah. old Night Court. Yeah, mine is uh, it flash forwards current day, and Leon the Shoeshine Boy is returning to the courthouse, but now he's a public defender. Ooh. Like he, he was adopted by a good family and everything and became a public defender, and he, like, he figured out a way to kind of get himself like working in the, in the court of Judge Stone. Okay. But, um, unbeknownst to him during the his travel there and leading to, into his first day judge stone has passed away oh so he does learn about the passing and everything and 
as he's working through the day and kind of coming to terms with it, Dan Fielding shows up to uh, assess the court and everything and get ready to announce the next uh, judge that's going to take over. Uh-huh. And that kind of leads to, like, I, I can picture in the first episode as uh, Leon is talking to Dan. Leon's trying to come to terms with it. And he was just like, I really wish, like, I could have shown Harry what I've done with my life and everything. And I could see Dan and him in Judge Stone's office as Dan was friends with Harry, uh-huh. kind of packing up his stuff and getting things ready for, I, let's say, his wife. And he hands uh, Leon a scrapbook and opens it up and it's all of Leon's cases and all of his wins and different notes that Judge Stone has made in the process to whenever they would have crossed paths to be able to like, oh, I've been watching every day, dude. Oh, nice. Yeah. And then kind of just build from there, have different people show up from the old series, Richard Mall, Marky Post, uh, Marshall Warfield, just kind of coming in and out to into Leon's life and just being like, oh, shit, okay. That's awesome, man. That's yeah, really so, awesome. So I would I would kill to see that kind of reboot and a dramatic reboot at that. It could have like some humor, like like Boston uh, legal like humor, but mostly drama. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I got that. Yeah, a little bit, a little you know, a little Ally McBeal. Yeah. You know, kind of throwing into it. David E. Kelly type stuff. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Okay, so. That's comedy and a drama. So we're going to move into drama into comedy. Um, and I went first last time. So you go first with this one. Well, if you want to be logical about it. Well, I mean, or we could just do like both or wild cards just talking right over each other. I think that would be a little awkward for the listener. <laughs> yeah. But, um, okay. Kind of taking a, I guess a little bit of a card out of your hand from the comedy and a drama. I'm going to, use one of your favorite shows okay 24 oh <laughs> yeah oh okay yeah this one was like leading into the epiphany of 24 I, I could not figure out the right one that worked with that wouldn't be like totally like either insensitive or me just going like fuck it right let's just make fun of something that i shouldn't be making fun of <laughs> but then i was thinking about 24 and i was like how about a mon- mundane 24? Like, going to the DMV. <laughs> yeah. Four hours leading into the DMV, which would also add in, like, at least two to three, maybe four episodes of Dreams. Yeah. Because that's the one thing you never saw in 24 was him asleep. <laughs> right. Or <laughs> s- stuck in a bathroom. Like, they're, uh, like, have one episode where the lead character gets food poisoning it's like he's stuck in the bathroom for an hour <laughs> as everything else is going on around him. He's in there going, oh, fuck. Oh, God. <laughs> Shootouts yeah. happening. Bullets are flying through. Yeah. He's stuck on <laughs> and it'd be, it'd be that level, too. He'd be this big, like, government agent and everything, but it's his off day. So his off yeah. day, I got to go to my daughter's recital. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> and just basically that and, like, the finale of each episode – or each season would be walking, get, like for the DMV season, the final two minutes is him walking up to the counter and then having a DMV person going, oh, you're in the wrong line, sir. Oh. And then the season's over. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah. So would, my, it um, be, would it still be Kiefer Sutherland? If you'd be down for it, I think you would be after all those seasons of like, oh, God, I got to run around and everything. I can actually poop. 
Yeah. Really? <laughs> I can and Keeper Sutherland is such a fan of comedy. Oh, yeah. He'd be like, I'm down. Yeah. Or at least even have him cameo as Jack Bauer crossing paths with the lead agent for this version of 24. Kind of in the, in the vein of Star Trek, the Lower Decks. Oh, yeah. yeah cartoon yeah. on CBS. Yeah. Like have like the bigger name people show up and be like, oh, hey. So that, that's mine. <laughs> straight to the it. point <laughs> yeah i dig it i dig it yeah. okay so my comedy and to drama or my drama into comedy right yeah. yeah okay so this was the only thing that came into my head and it probably wouldn't fly with like you know how society is right now yeah, but I decided to say screw it because it's funny to me. I would yeah, turn the show. Who's yeah, I would. I would turn the show Cops. Yeah. Into a prank show. Oh fuck! Like they're real cops. Yeah. And like they're doing, they they do everything like the cops are doing. Like they pull the people over and all this kind of stuff. But then it's like they prank them. They make them do stupid shit. Because they're cops, they you yeah. know the sobriety test is so just ridiculous. Like they get them to sing show tunes and and things like that, and then at the end they're like, ah, oh, you know, you know, you're, you're you're good, you're not getting any trouble, but you've been on camera, you know. Yeah. And <laughs> it's like I told you, you know, off the record uh, before that I, I couldn't make this a full season show. I really only imagined it being like a four episode miniseries. You know, because well, it could work. Like, yeah, it's like how many times can you actually do the same joke? You know. Well, you could do like different uh, public servants or like different aspects. Oh, that's true. It's not just cops. It could be like judges. It could be like yeah, you know the the lady. You know, bring in the DMV. You know. Oh God, yeah. Yeah. You know, so yeah. So it'd be it wouldn't okay. So not just cops. Basically, it would be like it would be like a reboot of Punked. Yeah. Using the government. Yeah, or public servants, or yeah, uh, the service industry. Yeah, the service industry. Yeah, Punked by the service industry. Yeah. <laughs> God. Yeah. <laughs> like you yes. said, though, that that would not go over well right now. <laughs> right now, that would not go over well. <laughs> oh God, somebody would get shot. Oh, God, yeah. But enough on that. (laughs) Yes, that's why we're not going to copyright this one. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So, wild Wild card card. time? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I have a coin here. Okay. And so I'll flip it for who goes first. Do you want – whoever it lands on is who goes first. Do you want heads or tails? I'll go heads. Tails, so I got to go first. Oh, no, you go first. No, you go first. All right, fine. My wild card is the funnest one of all the stuff I've thought of. Yeah. And you've, you've thought of some weirdly weird shit in the past. Yeah, but this one is just straight fun. For okay. us. For us. Yeah. For people like us. Okay. I want to turn Keeping Up with the Kardashians into a Skull Island level competition show. <laughs> and it's not just the ones we see on TV. It's any Kardashian in the family can come onto this show. But, you know, Kim, Courtney, uh, Kylie, well, I don't know all their fucking Bill names. Bill Bob. 
yeah, but like any of the other extended family of the Kardashians um, are welcome to participate because it's an extremely grueling like competition show. You've watched Skull Island. You know how yeah, hard yeah. it is. The winner of the show wins the controlling rights to the Kardashian family. Oh, God. You can only so, imagine there's going to be somebody in that family that just hates the family in general. Or like, yeah. I'm going in and I'm destroying. Exactly. I'm, I'm taking all the money this. and we're shutting down the show. Yeah. You know, and like canceling all the product lines. Yeah. Just giving it all the charity that the that charities yeah. that they would hate. <laughs> yeah, just just destroy the hierarchy, you know? So uh, that's, that's just a, a movie in general. Yeah. So that's oh, my that's my wild card is that the Kardashians have to fight each other for power. That that's an interesting one. Um yeah, I kind of gave you a hit on mine a couple days ago and I, I it's it's a different one. Yeah. I'm I'm going with Goof Troop. Okay. And I'm going to make it a drama, like a like almost like a breaking bad level of drama. Ooh. Yeah. Like one day Goofy comes home after being fired from like the twelfth job he had that year, <laughs> and it's only February. Yeah. yeah. Because Goofy's had a bunch of jobs. And he's just kind of fed up. He's just tired of every what everything going on in with his life and just how everybody just thinks he's just some screw up. Mm-hmm. He goes home and stumbles across Max working on something and realizes he's smoking weed. Oh, and, and Goofy's like, what are you doing? How long have you been doing this? And Max like, no, I don't do this that often. It's only when I'm uh, making hybrids here. And he explains to Goofy how, he has been growing and manipulating uh, strains of weed into these powerful hybrids and everything. And Goofy's like, where, what the fuck? Where have you been getting this stuff? And he's like, Oh, PJ's the store. Because you got to think PJ's Pete's son. So having a verbally abusive dad, you're going to want to get high. Oh, hell So he he gets like the remnants, like the stems and seeds and just different things from PJ and kind of works on it himself so goofy kind of thinking about this goes okay and even max offers him something that kind of lets him be clear-headed and kind of relax and he's like oh wow this is good shit and it builds to him goofy and max developing a powerful strain of weed and then also starting to sell it <laughs> and it grows from there because we'll say spoonerville is deciding to if they want to legalize marijuana or not and now be kind of the the arc for the first season leading to leading with them like trying to be underground with it like opening up a a money laundering business so they don't have to be really blatant like oh we sell weed no we'd have this business that we have on the side the finale of the first season weed gets legalized so now max and goofy can be upfront about it and also too during this time uh, Pete learns what's going on and Goofy and him have an all-out brawl where Goofy beats the piss out of Pete Oof. and basically tells Pete like, <laughs> and you're going to be my muscle. And Nice. Yeah. And it just grows from there. All right. Yeah. So basically like a Breaking Bad 
with, with like little touches of Scarface goofy. I gotcha. Yeah. Okay. It's one of those like the different ideas I've had in the past. Like I would, yeah. I kind, I think I might like delve, delve a little bit deeper into it. Yeah, it's one. You know, it's it's really funny when we have no, we have only enough rules to make the thing work, but other than that, we have no rules whatsoever to where our brains kind of go with things. Like you said, when I was going to say mine, that I go to some weird places sometimes. Yeah. And so do you, you know? And it's just funny that when we have just this minor set of rules that it, you know, can pull out some really weird things out of us. Very true. <laughs> Without doctor supervision. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. So, so. I... I think that's about it. I think that wraps us out, man. I, I don't I don't think we've got much more to say on the on the matter. All right, but well, I do I do hope that you guys maybe send us some of yours. Oh definitely. Uh, we want to hear yours. Uh Facebook.com slash nowhere California, nowhere underscore California at yahoo.com or nowherecalifornia.com. Yeah, just just search nowhere California, you'll find us. Yeah, you'll find us somewhere. So, do you want to wrap it out, or do you want me to do it this time? No, you, you wrap us out. Okay. Well, this has been Josh. This has been Doug. And be excellent to each other. Be excellent to each other.